0: presents Back Issue Bloodbath with your hosts, Andrew Young and Petula Neal. You know it's cool when it's sway. Welcome to Back Issue Bloodbath. I'm Andrew Young.
1: I'm Petula Neal.
0: And this week we are continuing with our comic creator reviews that we recorded at Toronto Comic Con this past March 17th to 19th. And uh, we had a great time talking to a number of great creators, including Joshua Swaybe, a.k.a. Sway, a cover artist working Marvel, DC, Entertainment Weekly, Image, Vault, Lucasfilms, Valiant, Marvel Studios for concept work. He's done quite a bit. And he he only graduated college in 2020. This guy is ahead of the game.
1: He's one of those people, you know, the beginning of lockdown... Oh, I'm gonna learn a new language. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. He's one of those people who literally maximize lockdown, and but when you meet him, he seems so chill. So I can't even be like angry about it or like yeah. resentful because he's just so sweet and chill, and just seems genuinely pleased and just enjoying uh, what's going on. I uh, loved when we could gush together briefly over front of the pod, Stephanie, and it's like, of course, our people like our other people like this just makes sense. Like it all made sense. When you stalk someone through the internet listener, which we all have now, but I'm a little older. I used to stalk people like for real, like not stalk, stalk, like (laughs) respectfully. (laughs) Uh, Dial it back there. (laughs) But I have liked enthusiastically, thirstily many of his art posts. And he has occasionally even liked my nonsensical retweets. So I felt like all not entirely Same people do like we had a pre-existing relationship which only exists in my mind however he did nothing to disabuse me of that emotion when we met him so
0: yeah i'm sorry
1: joshua like this is on you like this ongoing devotion that i'll have for you and your work but it's just it's also great when you kind of get that feeling of i knew before other people knew there used to be this t-shirt a hipster t-shirt called everything you like i like five minutes ago and I didn't realize he was so like fresh out of school. So I guess I'm involved in, like from job and yeah. that I get that gratification of like, yes. Yeah. Cause I know he's already so good. So he's just going to get better. The sky's the limit
0: for him. Amazing cover work. I know that uh, you've shown me a number of his covers, the Catwoman.
1: The Catwoman stuff is coming up with the diamond nails is just fantastic. And again, it's like, this makes so much sense when, You think about elements of Catwoman's outfit or makeup, hair, apparel that could and should be done in a way that's decorative, but also makes sense for her whole move as a burglar. Like what a great way to either have a tool to perhaps you know, slice glass, or even have a way to smuggle out diamonds in plain view. Like, I don't know what the diamond needles are for. I've only seen the covers where I'm like, this makes so much sense. I love it. Like, no,
0: totally. Yeah. yeah. He puts a lot of practical thought into his work, his yeah. and it's just so pretty. And so we got a chance to talk with him at Toronto Comic-Con. Let's take a listen to the interview right now. So we're here at Toronto Comic-Con, and uh, we're here with uh, artist Joshua Swaybe. Sway of uh, Cover artist extraordinaire, some amazing covers out there, and uh, I want to start off by saying a, a, a quote uh, from your Twitter that you said is that one thing about me, I'm a draw a great face, and that really comes down to my obsession of faces and looking at people, and that's the thing I've noticed is that because there's a lot of artists that really focus on the figure, but then all of their characters' fa- uh, faces are the same face, whereas yours. Always so defined, so different, you really get into it. So, what is it about the face that draws you to people?
2: There's so many unique people. And for me, you know, living in New York, um, you know, traveling and stuff, being in the subway and stuff, just looking at people and just seeing how everyone is very um, different in terms of just. Everybody's, is has a sense of personality to their faces. So for me, I always want to try to use that into my work. And I always feel like, you know, that's something that is missing with a lot of um, artists, especially for comic artists, too, because, you know, we're drawing, but, you know, we're not always, you know, given a, a specific type of look for certain characters because I feel like certain characters will look the same. So for me, I always try to... Um, give something, even though, you know, if that particular character is just, for example, white, you know, there needs to be, you know, something in terms of them not being just the same face syndrome of there's different types of, um, face structures and stuff. So for me, it's just, you know, just looking at people and just understanding that, you know, there's Difference, there's so many things you can do with a face than just one face alone. So, yeah,
1: one thing I've noticed about what you do with their bodies, though, uh, your characters are often serving more editorial or catwalk or runway type poses. Mm-hmm. You seem to have also mastered the ideal over the shoulder runway shot for a lot of your characters instead of a uh, punchy punchy attack mode mm-hmm. which also makes your work stand out can you tell me about how you decided to go that way
2: well I think for me um, recently and still I guess around like my middle school age and stuff like I was very into like fashion stuff and very into like Editorial, so I always wanted that to be something to be brought into my covers. Um, I just feel like for me, you know, I always wanted to bring, especially something doing since I'm doing a lot of women, you know, female characters and stuff. That I always want to bring a sense of like, you know, fierceness and a sense of like beauty to them, than just you know, being just you know, they're hey, they have the sexy body, you know, ideal, but just this personality to them. So, for me, I always wanted to have a sense of um, individuality. Okay. So, for me, I just... I always wanted to give that sense of difference into the different characters that I draw and stuff. And also, you know, I have grew up loving pop culture, so looking at Beyoncé, looking at Lady Gaga has been, like, people who I've admired and always bring to my work because... There's a sense of presence, and that's the presence that I want to put into my work.
0: No, totally. Well, yeah, when you mentioned there about uh, the individuality you want to bring to the characters and the fierceness you want to bring to the characters, um, I heard that uh, you're a big Black Widow fan. Yes. And, like, there's a character that kind of shows that, like, there are many facets to a character. You know, it's like strong, smart, beautiful. Sleek, has a secret, all that sort of stuff there, and it's like, so is that your goal to kind of like present
2: all of that? Um, for certain characters, yes, but I don't believe like every character. I think one of the major reasons why I like Black Widow is because she's, you know, or characters like Catwoman or like you know Harley Quinn or anyone in terms like Nubia and stuff like. Um, for me, they don't have like gigantic like crazy powers they're very neutral but they're still very grounded it's always like characters are very grounded and very mysterious and that's the sort of characters I always um gear towards so aside from your work with Balmain are there any
1: other design houses that you would like to maybe do some illustrations for and I'm going to give you my wish list. Would be if you could somehow get involved in the new collaboration between Zendaya and LV. <laughs>
2: um, I think one of like my all-time right now current, you know, fashion brands that I really love is Mugler. I've been looking to Mugler a lot. Um, that's something that you know, hopefully, I've, I've seen an artist. I don't know his name, but he did work, um, he did some work with Louis, Louis Vuitton, like he did some like commercial work, it's very painterly, and that's something that I kind of like hope, you know, more fashion brands would kind of do, so hopefully, you know, maybe we Glare or, or Versace, for example, so. Oh, that's cool. Now, you've
0: also done some design work for uh, cartoons. Yes. Yeah, so you did some stuff for What If? Yes. And you did some stuff for X Men 97. Yes. So, when approaching design work like that, because of course, you know, your covers, they're seen by everybody, but design work is something that's generally not going to be seen by the general public. It's there for the, you know, for technical reasons as well as anything else so that the animators can figure out what they want. Uh, Do you approach it differently? Do you approach? Is it a more technical style, or is it the same? Do you approach drawing that as you would a cover?
2: Um, It's different. Um, I've when I got into Marvel Studios and stuff, they basically wanted me to have like a Pacific style that they were going for, and for me, I had to catch up to be able to like you know have that certain look they were going for for What If and also for X-Men 97 so for me it was just basically just trying to simplify my lines and not and also simplify my details and um, doing things in which they had to animate it so I can't put so much details I had to always simplify things for them to be able to make the animation move and stuff so yeah
1: So some of your work with Entertainment Weekly really brought out that face work that Andrew was talking about. Uh, I was wondering if, A, you've already had perhaps anyone request permission to use your work for a tattoo, like a a shoulder-style portrait. Or if not, uh, which work do you think would be best suited to that? Say the question again. Like a, a tattoo. If somebody asked... For your permission to use your art for a body tattoo. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know, I'm fine with. I think if any person will, you know, ask me for permission, I feel like if somebody has a tattoo in my work, I feel kind of honored because I'm like, oh wow, you really put something of, of my work and put it in your body. It's just I think that that's really cool. So. I'm really fine with it, basically, so, yeah. yeah.
1: The Regina King face especially is, like, it's so strong, but then you get, like, the softness in her eyes. Yes, yes. It's sort of where Riley meets Huey. Yeah, thank you. If you were ever going to work on uh, the boon- if the Boondocks, I keep saying it's coming back and then it doesn't start again, which character from the Boondocks do you think you would maybe want
2: to work on? Oh, ooh, that's a good question. I haven't watched Boondocks for a while now. Um... Who are the two characters, right? Riley, Riley and who? Huey are the brothers who is that the are one both with the, voiced who? by Regina. R- yes, yeah. and who was the one with the braids? Riley. Riley. Yeah. yeah. Riley would be the one that I would love to do. Yeah.
0: Now, of course, you know we're at the convention here. Uh, you've been doing sketches over the weekend. Um, when it comes to like warming up, like do you do a do you do a warm up sketch? And is there anybody
2: in particular like as a go to uh, image or character that you do to warm up when drawing? Normally, I don't warm up. Um, as I've started doing conventions now, um, because I've been so used to doing stuff digital, so I've never at the time being had time to like really get back into my traditional work. Um, but nowadays, it's been a bit more quicker for me since I'm able to like once you know I get the reference down, I'm just able to draw it out um sometimes i do do a little thumbnails and then i'll be like okay you know that's the pose i'm going for i do that for the final and from there i just work on it if when if there's like if the the, the sketch i'm going for just doesn't feel right i just ripped off the page and i'll be like okay let's redraw it again so that's basically normally what i do i don't normally do a warm-up but i mostly just configure. It. <laughs> that's what i normally do so yeah
1: Right now on social media, people are doing one of my favorite things: Hellfire Party Crashers. Yes,
2: yes. yes. Uh,
1: so any property could be DC, could be independent. Who would you love to dress to party crash the Hellfire Gala? And maybe a brief description of the fit.
2: <laughs> um, you know I haven't seen Nubia. I feel like Nubia. I feel like Nubia is such a um, a fashionist character, especially you know, um, reading the comics a bit and seeing her designs, I feel like she will really updo some of the people from you know Hellfire. So um, I think she'll look really good in a Vivian Westwood dress, yes. I think she'll do, I've been looking to, like, a lot of Vivian Westwood and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I feel like that's something that she'll wear. And there was there's also a particular look I remember um, Lupita wore, and it was it was Vivian Westwood that I'd be like, I see Nubia, Nubia wearing that. Now, uh, I've heard you say before
0: that uh, Terry Dotson is one of your, your influences.
2: Yes. And
0: uh, you, since getting into the industry, Mm -hmm. you've gotten a chance to uh, converse and talk with Terry and, Mm -hmm. you know, consider them a friend. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: What is it about Terry's work that so inspired you? Well, how I met... Firstly, how I met Terry was during my high school days. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of... I was in New York, and New York Comic Con normally happens. I always brought my portfolio, and um, from there, I I always knew Terry's work beforehand. Um, I was just, you know, I, his work has this sort of Disney-esque, but at the same time, it still feels very, like, um, it, it has a little bit of Norman Rockwell a little bit. Um, so his work just, his, his line work is very beautiful and how his colors are and stuff. Um, so for me, you know, approaching him and seeing also the fact that he's done so much of the Harley Quinns and stuff has really sort of inspired me to really go up to him and stuff and show my work. And from there on, I've been sort of like a, um assistant to him when I was in New York Comic Con. And from there, he has helped me and gave me tips and stuff. So, yeah.
1: Uh, Some of your upcoming uh, work on Catwoman, it reminds me of what I love the most about what one of our favorite artists, Darwin, May He Rest, did, which is a combination of the character but also practical, real-world elements. Mm -hmm. Like the sensible shoes he put on her, Mm -hmm. love that. (laughs) But for you, the upcoming cover with the nails makes so much sense because they're flashy, but she could also use them for crime so what's fun about doing a character like Catwoman that so many people have done over the years
2: um I think for me it's just Selena is that type of character that you know she's very fun very manipulative you can do anything um and but you also can also she's also very still a character that's still very grounded and very sleek um the My idea choice, you know, doing her and doing the upcoming covers that I'm working on is just to really give her that luxury kind of feeling to her and um, her just being everywhere in Gotham, but at the same time still doing her, her regular job, but not without a suit. So the recent cover that I did um, with her with... Um, the diamond nails and stuff—that's something that I wanted to sort of approach more with the, my next few covers of her. Just, just every day of scenarios, but she's still doing her job, but she, and she's still having this, you know, getting into these glamorous, rich, you know, places just to um, get whatever she kind of wants in a way. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, and is that is that something that goes through your mind when you're you're assigned a cover for a certain character? You always thinking about what would, when you look at them, is like, what's something I can add here that would kind of help them in whatever their goal is?
2: Yes. Um, for me, like, any, you know, anytime I do, like, a specific character, um, like, if I'm, like, for example, I did a cover for, like, Blade for um, his daughter Budline. Um, I was looking at, you know, a lot of, you know, Blade and his, you know, his sort of characteristics and stuff, and also her a little bit, too. Um, The Punisher and stuff. Like, a lot of characters that I've been asked, or the Fantastic Four, too, like, I sort of, like, research and kind of figure out what's what can I bring, what kind of spotlight that shows their personality into them and stuff. So that's basically really just really researching them and just really kind of, like... Getting to know a bit more of the character so once I draw them, I know what I'm kind of doing with them and stuff. So, yeah.
1: So, your DC Pride cover, big fan, and actually. I'd already followed you at that point, but friend of the show, Stephanie Williams, who's done a lot of I Nubia work. I
2: love oh. Stephanie Isn't she a gas? <laughs> Me and her, we um, sat next to each other last year at New York Comic Con. We was chit-chatting and everything. Me and her, I, I love Stephanie. I love her. Yeah. Love her so much. Yeah. yeah,
1: she likes all of your stuff. So I was already following your Twitter, but then I found you on Instagram through her liking all your stuff. The love Nubia's front and center on that cover. Uh, who else would you have wanted to include if you could that maybe couldn't make the cut for space? Um <clears throat> or just thrown in for spice cuz I do find like those pride covers it's like always the
2: same people they never throw in like allies or like good friends at work. I think for me when they gave me those those characters I was like okay because there are you know characters that are from that group. Um I think there was one time I remember my editor from DC asked me to do, um, I think one of the the children from Green Arrow, I think. I think one of Green Arrow's children or something, she, she wanted me to include, but I couldn't fit in because of the fact that it was just so much of that composition. Um, honestly, I, I feel like that Pacific group that they gave me, I was like, okay, I was, I was kind of for it. I Feel like if they put any allies and stuff, I know they put a lot of Nightwing, mm-hmm. even though Nightwing is, I don't think he's basically from the group, but he's basically sort of like an ally, as it seems. But I just feel like from what they gave me, I feel like a good showing, and I don't think it has to bring in any allies too. I feel like when, once you show that specific group of who they are and stuff, I think that's a good base of a statement. You know, they should come first. Then, you know, as, you know, base, you an know, ally, you, you're supposed to, you know, respect and um, be supportive no matter, you know. It's basically, you know, a human right as I look at it. So the characters that they gave me, I was basically very, you know, for it. So, yeah.
0: Well... I want to thank you for talking with us, no Joshua. Problem. great talking with you. Thank look you. look forward to seeing more of your cover work out there. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. So that was our interview with Joshua Swaby. Of course, you can check out all of his art on the covers, gracing the covers of Marvel Comics, DC Comics, Lucasfilms, uh, drawings, Image Comics, Vault Comics, Valiant Comics. He's all over
1: the place. Yeah, the the odd Entertainment Weekly editorial piece. Yeah, he's everywhere.
0: There you go. So definitely check him out. We're gonna we're telling people to check him out. And you are the Uber fan. What's his uh, Instagram handle?
1: His Instagram handle. Or I I believe it's. Handle. It's sway art sway underscore art s w a y underscore art.
0: There you go. So check him out on Instagram. He's got some great work there. Well, we have come to the end of this week's episode. Petula, where can the good folks find you?
1: At unitiff.com on Twitter. Hi, Instagram, TikTok at Obesa O-B-E-S-A-C-A-N-T-A-V-I-T. And here with you. It's
0: becoming like a song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, you can find everything I do over at geekardshow.com. Follow me on Twitter at Geekard. Follow this very show on Facebook at Back Bloodbath, where we post the new episode every week. But of course, the easiest way to make sure you don't miss an episode is to subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Leave a five star rating and review while you're there. And then, you know, take some time for yourself. Enjoy some beautiful artwork. And then maybe tell a friend. Do you want to hear people talk about said artwork? Listen to Back Issue Bloodbath. This has been Back Issue Bloodbath. I've been Andrew Young. I've been Petulio. Have yourself a good